2: Be Top 5 Tuesday to everyone in the sports universe. It is June the 7th, 2022. This is the AM Drive on Twitter, YouTube, and Facebook, and we are live. For Semi Action, once again, filling in for Aaron Crouch, I am Michael Carbellis, saying what's up, thumbs up.
0: Good morning, man. We should just play that intro music for a longer segment. That stuff's great.
2: It's the band called Broken Love, B-R-K-N Love, and they've got some nice nostalgic beats, don't they?
0: Yeah, they really do, man. It's such a great way to start the morning.
2: And shout out to them for allowing us to use that, because they did not have to do that, but let's just say they were very they were very hospitable with letting us use that. That was just insane that they let us do that, so thanks to them. Absolutely. Hey, I'm, who's got the best morning show in the world? These These guys. guys. That's right. And with that morning show, you obviously got to support the morning show with the best merchandise, but don't worry, it's low price. This shirt says Drive Safe, part of our Drive Safe collection. Got this mug. Aaron's got the black mug. You don't find it all on amdrive.online. And when you do that, you support the show in the easiest way possible. You don't even have to go to mikeandairandrive.com, although you can do that too. Just go to amdrive.online, hoodies. Shirts, all kinds of different shirts. We got Luca and Trey Young shirts too. I don't technically say Trey Young and Luca, but they kind of do it the same thing. It's good stuff. AM drive that online. <laughs> I love it. The Avalanche swept the Oilers after a very amazing game four, in which they won in overtime six to five. Now, this did not go without great performances from Leon Draisaitl who had four dimes. And common David, who had one goal and two assists. Those two had an exceptional playoff run. Just fell a little bit short to probably the best team left. No offense to Aaron's you-know-who. So, Sammy, first I want to get to this. Um, How did you like about Colorado? Did you gain more faith in them? They swept a, a team like this, or did you kind of – this is what you might have expected?
0: So I got more faith in them. I bet them before the Stanley Cup playoffs began because I felt they were the best team. Uh, So I've already had a a ton of faith in them. But let's be clear. The biggest winners of this series were NHL fans. They got Mm -hmm. to see two amazing playoff games, like absolutely back and forth crazy action. And also the biggest losers of this series are the NHL fans who only got to see four games in the series. This was one of the most fun series you'll ever see. Hats off to, to Colorado, man. They kicked some butt in this series. They were much the better. Uh, Edmonton gave it their all. They had weeds in three of these games. Uh, it was it was a fantastic series from top to bottom. I'm really, really sad I only went four. And I'm tired of giving so much credit to Aaron Crouch, who got this one right again, basically saying this was going to be a sweep. So, yeah, that guy, he's, he's pretty good at hockey. I'm not going to lie.
2: <laughs> I don't know if it's just this year's an anomaly, but I'll be real. This guy is definitely laying the hammer down on some good bets. This- I think mean, it's insane. I don't even know if he made a bet last night. I'm sure he did because he's been that hot. But it's 4am drive picks to tail that guy. Holy cow. Yeah, um, you can bring some the money in hockey. It's crazy. Amen. With the Oilers, how excited should... I know Conor is like 25 and he's just now getting through this far. But should Oilers fans be... Happy they got this far for the first time. We're really kind of skeptical we still cannot break the ice on this whole well, cup
0: thing. Well, I mean, this is clearly better than he's ever done before. And so, I mean, a step in the right direction is clearly a step in the right direction. With that being said, you know, I've only been a hockey fan for a couple of years. And I, you know, big-time hockey fan for a couple of years. And, you know, watching the way these teams win, you either need to have outstanding goaltending, which Edmonton doesn't, or you need to be better than everybody else everywhere else, which Edmonton also doesn't. They, they are great on spectacular one, but the rest of their team is just slightly better than everybody else, if if not worse, right? So they are mediocre outside of that top line. And if you don't do the Colorado route, which is just be faster everywhere, or you don't do the Tampa Bay Rangers route, which have the best goaltender, you're not going to make it to the end. And so they have to find a way to find some of those guys, right? Find some of those talents. And yeah, I mean, McDavid's great, but in hockey, you just can't do it yourself. The best players are only on the ice for 18 minutes. I mean, it's not, it's not possible for the best player to do it by himself.
2: Does it seem like the Oilers need a goaltender with no shade thrown to this guy, but it just seems like their team is built around scoring. you. It seems like if you're scoring, people, you don't want them to score six of their own. You, you want to score five and help their team score two or three at the most, right? 100%. Do we need a goaltender or do we need better defenders? No, I think you
0: need a goaltender. I mean, Mike Smith was not great. I mean, Aaron had said it all year long. Their biggest problem was between the pipes. And, you mm-hmm. know, Mike Smith's not a young guy. He's not an up-and-comer at this point. I mean, he's been around the league you know, for a while. Mm-hmm. They need to find their they their, You know, they're Vasilevsky. They're, you know, are They're one of the greats. They're, they're out there. Um, you know, this is a team that really could have traded for a guy like Flurry. He would have been a nice upgrade for them when the when flor was getting moved around during the, the trading deadline. Um, they made a great move and got Evander Kane, but, again. See,
2: I'm, I'm on the side of I'd rather trade for and than I would for Kane. Because Kane, I, I you know, he's suspended, right, or something
0: like that? 100% agree. I think that if you looked at their needs, they really needed a better goaltender, to get further, but I mean, look, Mike Smith had a good year. He, you know, he played well enough. They, they ran to the best team in the league. I, you can't really fault them for it. You know, they, right. they weren't the best team in the league. They made it further than people expected.
2: That's a good point. And who really expected? I mean, the, I guess the Oilers were like the Maple Leafs in the sense of they never could get through. Oilers did get through and just like you said, ran into those those avalanche, the avalanche of an avalanche up there. So it's, I, it's an interesting thing. I mean,
0: this is – I said before the playoffs started, the Avalanche have been the best team for multiple years, and they have faltered. They've choked in the playoffs. One of these years, they're going to put it together, and they're going to be a juggernaut, and that seems like what's happening this year. They have been absolutely outstanding.
2: I guess the best thing the or the Avalanche could do right now, is like I guess pray that the Lightning do a thing on the Rangers tonight because tonight at 8 Eastern, the Lightning are at home again. They got game three. But well, like Sammy's told us yesterday, Lightning win another game, and this narrative is completely churned around. And all the Avalanche are doing is cracking their knuckles, just making sure they don't have to play anybody super. I think Avalanche are obviously going to be both these teams. But is this a must win for the Rangers' psyche? Because I feel like if you lose to the defending camps in two games in a row after beating them, it may not be a good thing for your psyche.
0: Well, I mean, I think every game is a, a "quote unquote" must win for either team, but I don't think the Rangers can win this, can lose this game, and have to worry about losing the series just yet. I mean, they hold serve at home. If the if the Lightning hold serve at home, then you have a three game series, where the Rangers have two home games to one, so it's not a must win game. But if they win this game, I feel like the series is basically over uh, for the Rangers. If they lose this game, the Rangers are still probably a small favorite to small dog to win the series anyway with two home games out of three.
2: What you're thinking of right now, do you think the Lightning can get them in game four? Because I don't. I I think the Lightning have run out of – what can I – what's the word? The Lightning have run out of friction in the air, if you will. (laughs) It's
0: hard not to root for the Lightning. They they have the heart of a champion, and, and it shows. Uh, this is a team that just never seems to to give up. They, it doesn't matter how far down they are in the odds in the moment. Uh, they struggle to do all of the the spectacular things, but they don't struggle to do all of the the dirty work, all the all the things that you know other teams don't want to do. And it's it's impressive. It's it's fun to watch. They they bind together as a team better than everybody else, and they're just as talented as the Rangers. They're home. They have a little bit of momentum coming into the game i see no reason why they don't win game you know make this a 2-2 series i'd like to see a game seven <laughs> so as a fan i'm going to kind of root for for that narrative uh, i want to see seven, seven games
2: i think we all want to see seven games i know, no guess I, I guess i think the avalanche definitely want to see seven games they're probably 100%. smoking weed in colorado who knows
0: 100 <laughs> percent. i mean the longer colorado gets the rest the better off they're going to be i mean they they they're already the fastest team in the league, and if you give them fresh legs, they're even more fast. I mean, it's crazy. Amen.
2: Okay, um, if you like the Sports Talk and you're on YouTube, hit the subscribe button, or should I say tap the subscribe box? How about that? That sounds better than button because it's not only a button. Also, if you're on Twitter, follow us. If you're on Facebook, <laughs> I like you too. When we come back, it's top five baseball teams. Are the Yankees number one? Hmm. Also, more update true-false involves a little bit of controversy. You won't want to miss it. AM Drive on Twitter, and Facebook. We'll be right back. The AM Drive with Mike and Aaron might be the best morning show ever. If you love the show, shop the merchandise for $26 hoodies, $16 shirts, even $13 mugs. High quality swag for cheap, cause Mike and Aaron love the fans. The best morning show, the lowest
1: price merch at amdrive.online. This is Popple, the next generation business card. With just a tap, your Popple instantly shares your digital business card to both iPhone and Android devices. The best part? The other person doesn't need an app or a Popple to receive your info. To pop your info, tap your Popple to the top of an iPhone, the center of an Android, or just scan your in-app QR code. And just like that, all your info is saved to their phone. More connections, more leads, more sales. That's Popple. Download our free app and get your Popple today. Aren't you the vice golf guy? Yeah. You want an autograph? Uh, yeah. Actually, I was just wondering if the balls are any good. The balls are amazing. You look like a pro plus guy. I thought you'd never ask. It's actually better than my old ball. and it's half the price. Top performing golf ball, half the price. It's almost stealing. With Searching the Globe and get your high performing golf balls at vicegolf.com.
2: Fanatics.com, the world's largest collection of officially licensed fan gear. From all the leagues, teams, and
1: players you love. Shop now and get today's special offer. Fanatics.com, officially licensed everything.
2: The best sports merchandise from your favorite team, no matter what league, you've got to go to Mike and Aaron and do what, Sammy?
0: Click the F.
2: And when you click the app, the entire Fanatics store is at your disposal. By clicking the F and purchasing items, like more than one, obviously, you can do that and support the show. We add it to cart, add to cart, add to cart, cart times a million. Now. Today's special deal is free shipping on orders of $24 pre-tax or more. So word to the wise, most of their stuff is over $24. So I think you're getting free shipping regardless of what you buy today. MikeAnonDrive.com, click the F. support your favorite team and our show. And for that, we gracias. Um, The top five teams in baseball. And Sammy, you're going first today. It's week eight for me week five for four for you go ahead
0: well i've been fighting with the same four teams for my number five spot all season it's been between st louis milwaukee san diego and then now the new team entering the top five for the first time on my list is the toronto blue jays uh winner of eight of their last 10 uh absolute road warriors these last few weeks uh killing teams on the road just every night uh this is a team that has a star pitcher in Barrios. They have an MVP caliber player in, in Vlad. Uh, and, you know, they're in a tough division. And, you know, they can continue to hang tight. I think it's very possible three teams in that division make the playoffs. And they, they certainly will compete with uh, another team in our top five, which I'll discuss later. Uh, number four on the list remains the uh, trash can banging Houston Astros. Those bastards. Yeah. <laughs> uh, they they just continually have uh, stayed on top of their division, uh, winning six of their last ten. Uh, moving down to number three, the lowest, I think I've ranked them all year is the Los Angeles Dodgers, uh, mostly because they've lost to a team that's better than them this week at home, five and five in their last 10 still have the best run differential in the league, still have one of the best road records in the league. But when you lose to a team that's in the top two, uh, as badly as they did, I feel like, uh, it's easy to put them there. There's really three teams at the top, but this week I have the Dodgers down to number three. Uh, moving down to number – or moving up to number two, the highest I think I've had them ranked all year is the New York Mets. Uh, eight and two in their last ten, winner of three. Went on the road, beat up on the Dodgers a bit. Uh, one of the best road and home teams in the league.
2: Oh? No. No. We'll ask Sammy to rejoin us. That's <laughs> not <laughs> – Oh, he was doing so good. Try it again, Sammy. Try it again. Let me make sure I tell him. We'll take a break real quick. Okay, guys. Sammy's back. Sammy's back. Sammy's back. Okay, you were at number three, I believe, with the Mets. Oh, you kicked me off. What the heck? Right. You were going crazy. <laughs> Go ahead.
0: All right. Just to recap quickly what I said. Number three, the Los Angeles Dodgers, the lowest I've had them all year. Losing some games to the Mets definitely hurt their chances. Uh, number two, I have uh, the New York Mets uh, going on the road being the Dodgers. And number one is the New York Yankees who have been just kicking butt all year. I'm not sure what's going on with my connection. I do apologize. Uh, if you're, you're good. Up, I understand. <laughs>
2: You're good. You're good. I was making sure we, we got the rest of what you said there.
0: And I am sorry about that.
2: You're fine. Um, My top five, I again, I believe, I believe even when me and Aaron did these things, I was like, we all have those three top teams. There's the four and five we always struggle with. So number five for me, for the second time this year, I'm gonna, okay, this is week eight of my top five, so for the second time this year and the first time since week four, those trash can banging bastards. The Astros in number five. What's crazy for the Astros? They've only played 21 home games. And by a brief look at of the standings, it looks like they played the least home games. They are 14 and 7, but they have the fifth best record in baseball. That's pretty good. So I'll go with the Astros in number five. Give them their respect where it's not rightfully due, but you get it. Number four, the St. Louis Cardinals. This is the fourth consecutive week the Cardinals are here, and for the last three weeks they've been stuck at number four because obviously no one's touching the top three right now unless the Mets fall flat on their face, which I'm waiting for. But right now the Cardinals look very good. Their run differential is still out of this world, like plus 52 or something like that. They're still playing well. Number three. This is where gets saucy for a lot of people. At their lowest ranking yet, but they're the only one of two that have been here eight straight weeks, the Dodgers. The Dodgers were number one last week. But when you win your first two games against the Mets and then lose the last two, I, I can't give you credit for that, man. If you were the best team in baseball, I want to see you win three of the four, at least three of the four. Because considering the Mets were number two for me last week, this was Manu Manu. This was National League supremacy. And Dodgers, not just this series, but even the last series, they kind of were, weren't playing that great. And if you look at their averages, Mookie Betts in like the first three are playing great. The next six are not as good as they have been. No, word to the wise, Dodgers fans, don't look at the guy like batting six or seven. It's not a good, it's not a good look for that guy. Um, number two, the pinstripe, pinhead, pucker faces. I hate them. Yankees for the sixth straight week are in my top five. Number two is pretty good, but the reason I give them number two is because the team that was number one beat the Dodgers, who were number one last week. So I had to stay consistent. And for the first time this year, although this is their eighth straight week in the top five, for the first time. I'm giving love to Glenn Kaplan's New York Mets. I think they deserve it this week. Now, next week, obviously, the Yankees will probably be up there. Maybe the Dodgers will pass them again. But as for now, people, you have to start taking the Mets seriously. I was kind of going out of a can the first couple of weeks. We are eight weeks in, and they are still a top three team in baseball. That's scary. The Braves just got better over 500, Sammy. And here the Mets are just screaming, people. Hey, it's been a great year, and there's nothing I love more than to see both New York teams do well. Because I think that's great for baseball.
0: I agree. And you're saying you think the Mets are going to collapse? I think the Mets are only going to get better. This is a team without Scherzer and without Degrom, and they're still producing that's at this high level.
2: You're right. You're right.
0: Yeah, I mean, this when if they can get healthy, good lord, they they have one of the best pitching staffs, in the league, they're already a good team. So. Yeah, I, I'm not saying – I mean, DeGrom is just now throwing off a mound for the first time all season. Scherzer's coming back pretty strong. I, I'm looking forward to a second half where this team just starts slaughtering people, and I, they're good, man. They have a good, strong team. Uh, I am surprised you do have number one, back, and certainly respect where you're coming from.
2: Just consistency for my list. I, I would not be surprised. I kind of teased it yesterday, but if Yankees are there next week, I'm not going to be surprised. I would be pissed, but I won't be surprised. <laughs> Um, but hey, shout out to the Red Sox and the Braves who both got over five hundred for the first time in a while. I think that's that's big for the contenders.
0: The Red Sox are actually playing real good ball. They, uh, I think, they have one of the better run differentials in the league considering their record.
2: And we also, yes, we do. We also beat the Angels last night, one to nothing. And guess who got a hit. Yeah, I heard Mike Trout
0: watches the show because I called him out on the show, and then he got a hit. hit. And that he was, hit. he was like, "Yo, guys, I he, he guaranteed us a hit yesterday. It's fantastic." If you're that, that just goes to all major league players. If you're in a slum, come watch our show. I'll call you out. Next day, you'll get a hit.
2: And who knows? He might text us like Mike Trout did. <laughs> <laughs> We're not there with, with them. We're there with the NLL, but not them. It's okay. Okay. Let's get to a true, false, and why of the NFL. We've got three more questions today. I was going to give us four, but we had our top five. And then, of course, we also have some pretty controversial stuff here. So, first one. Big talking point. His mom's his agent, so that's already an obstacle in itself. No offense to his mom just say. Also, Patrick Mahomes got his short contract. It was team-friendly on the back end, but you get it. So, based on his on-field play, does Lamar Jackson, let's say true or false, Lamar Jackson, if I were to tell you right now, he deserves, based on his on-field play, Mahomes-type money, you would tell me that is...
0: False.
2: Okay,
0: and why? Pretty easily false, actually. I don't think Patrick Mahomes oh. deserves Patrick Mahomes money, and he's the best player in the league. Um, in general, I think that Lamar Jackson, while he has been very good, you still worry about the longevity. Here's a guy who's been banged up, and his play style leads him to get banged up even more. He hasn't he hasn't appeared in the Super Bowl, very, not won one one. I mean, Mahomes has been there a couple of times already. Uh, and their offense, while built around his run game, and we've seen this in the past with other running quarterbacks, it's not sustainable for the long future. Uh, I think he's a great player. I love watching him. I'm certainly a fan of his. I love his story. I think he's a humble guy. And, you know, I, I think he's the type of guy who will give a hometown discount anyway. But even if he didn't, I don't think he deserves that kind of money. He's just not a type of franchise player who – I think you can make a cornerstone like you did Mahomes and expect him to get you 10 wins by himself. Um, Great player, definitely deserves a raise. Shouldn't be on the rookie contract, but uh, no, I don't think he deserves Mahomes, certainly.
2: I'm going to say false as well, and the reason I say that, because Lamar Jackson, as much as he's improved throwing the football, is still nowhere near the leap that other guys like Josh Allen have taken. When we saw Josh Allen come into the league, he struggled with accuracy. He is now one of the best passers in football. Lamar Jackson is still an electric runner. He's still a good passer, but he's not the pass. If you're a quarterback in this league, I don't care. Your legs are a part of the equation. I understand that that is a very big part of this game. But in the end, when it's third down in in 12 or third down in in eight, when we know Lamar Jackson is going to have to pass and they double up Mark Andrews. Can you make the throw? And I still question that. Even though I love Lamar Jackson, I thought he—I thought he could have won two Heisman's if his if his team's played better the second season. Well, I completely agree it's false. However, he deserves to be top five. But anybody who's demanding Mahomes' money just because it's the market that's that's at you need to realize who Patrick Mahomes is and how great he's made that offense. I made the argument last season kind of jokingly, but kind of true at the same time. Tyler Huntley looked pretty good in the same offense. I know the Ravens were banged up last year, but Tyler Huntley was not terrible. And if this guy's going to demand Mahomes' money and I want to give it to him, I'll give Tyler Huntley the reigns for a couple weeks to see if Lamar Jackson likes him.
0: I mean, it's a good point about about Huntley. They they definitely played well with him. He's a little bit, a little bit better of a passer, I think, than Lamar yeah. Jackson. Um, and, and Lamar Jackson, I think he puts in more work than anybody in the week. I don't know that he's not trying to be a better passer. And they aren't they aren't littered with a ton of receiving talent on that team. And now they've lost one of their better receivers as well. Yeah. Uh, and so I just don't know that he puts up the numbers to be an MVP caliber this year. I don't know if they have a team that gets them to a Super Bowl this year. And I think without those two things, it's really hard to ask for that kind of huge raise. Mahomes is MVP every year, uh, even if he doesn't win it. And his team is always a threat to make the Super Bowl every year. So, uh, yeah, he's just a very, very special case and well-deserving of the big money, not necessarily as big of money as he got, but, you know, it's the NFL and that's the market we're in. Amen.
2: True or false, if you were to tell me that Josh Allen was the best non-Madden option for the cover athlete, this question comes from the fact that I on AM Drive TV, I did a poll that gave the options of Matt Stafford, Josh Allen, Joe Burrow, and Aaron Donald. Which of those athletes would have been the better 23 cover athletes if it was not John Madden himself? The winners were Joe Burrow and Josh Allen, so I did another one, and Josh Allen currently leads that with the day left. So do I believe he's the best non-man option? No, that is false. I believe it would be Joe Burrow. I believe the story of Joe Burrow, kind of being the next Tom Brady. I'm not going to go that route. I'm just saying it's, you know, he's got the swagger. He took the league by storm. Um, He played for Cincinnati, who was not good until he got there. So I get it, but I would go Joe Burrow in my opinion. Uh, I can see Josh Allen playing more tickets, but Sammy, I mean, from what well, I can tell you, you, have a different guy who's from a different marketability place.
0: So I, I also say false, and, and this is not taking anything away from Josh Allen. Uh, you know, the the Madden cover is not necessarily the end-all the be-all of who's a great player in the league, but right. for my case, I feel like it should be a player who either won the MVP or was in the Super Bowl. And so of those two, I think Joe Burrow is the better choice, but I would pick... Aaron Donald. I mean, mm-hmm. here's a guy who I, I don't know that he's ever appeared on the cover, and here's mm-hmm. an all-time great player, so. always up for defensive player of the year, was clearly the rock of a team that won the Super Bowl. Uh, you know, to me, I think he deserves some credit. Uh, the Josh Allen, the year he makes Super Bowl, I have no problem with him being up there or if he wins an MVP. Same thing with Joe Burrow. He made it to Super Bowl, so I would pick him over, over Josh Allen. But for me, yeah, Josh Allen would fall probably third or fourth on that list, uh, personally. For my tastes. But I'm happy it's John Madden anyway.
2: He falls fourth to me, and I agree with you on the last point as well. He falls fourth to me because my list goes Joe Burrow. Well, actually, of, of that list, it goes Matt Stafford, Joe Burrow, Aaron Donald. And the, f- the first three, I don't care who you put on there. And the fourth one will be Josh Allen. I'm surprised we had a lot of Bills fans on AM Drive TV, so thank you for that. How about that? We do
0: all love the Bills Mafia. They are a fantastic fan base.
2: And if you saw Stefan Diggs' best catch... When he falls into the the, the table, the uh, Bill's Mafia table, that was pretty clever. I <laughs> just saw in the skills. that was pretty funny. Okay, um, Sammy, true or false? The Browns are keeping Baker Mayfield because of the Sean Washington allegations, which include a twenty fourth woman joining the civil lawsuit. Do you believe the Browns are holding on to Baker because of this, or do you think it's stupid that they are? Just tell me what you your this is. I-,
0: I think that's also false. So I'm three for okay. three on false today. Uh, I think the Browns are holding on to Baker Mayfield because no one wants Baker Mayfield. Wow. And not that no one wants him ever. I, no one wants him for the price that he gets paid and they have to give up some draft capital or some player to get him. Uh, right. He's not an upgrade over anybody big enough to deter, to want to take on that salary and have to give up somebody to get. Uh, if he was a free agent, if they just cut him, I'm sure somebody would sign him. But uh, no one no one wants to trade for this guy. Same thing with Jimmy Garoppolo. And we talked about him yesterday. I love Jimmy G and Jimmy G's been nothing but a great consummate pro and no one's trading for his salary or his upgrade either. And so uh, it's just the market that we're, I think some teams are also kind of mad at the Browns for (laughs) resetting the, uh, the market for quarterback, but um, yeah, I I do not think Baker Mayfield will will take a snap for, for the Browns this year, whether he's on the roster Mm -hmm. or not. Um, He's kind of a bit of a baby and I think he's still mad at the Browns. Uh, also, I think they signed another backup quarterback to take the spot of Deshaun Watson once he gets uh, once he gets suspended. So uh, this is a bad situation for the Browns, but it's only one year. After that, they just you know outright release him and he can go sign with Pittsburgh or you know Carolina, whoever's saying they don't want to trade for him, but would take him anyway.
2: Great points from Sammy today And this edition of Bye Sammy. We don't have much time, so I'm going to say adios, Sammy. Two fingers. We'll see you tomorrow Hop Day. Thanks so much. We'll probably have some more NFL True-False. That stuff is so fun. I um, enjoy thank you it.
0: I enjoyed that segment. I, I appreciate you, Mike. Have a great rest of your day.
2: I, I'll go with false as well, by the way. I just realized that. Go ahead. <laughs> Bye, Sammy. Bye. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Boy, I kind of messed that last one up, didn't I? Hey, when I come back, I'm talking about Deshaun Watson. Did, 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 the, did he screw the Browns? The Browns get screwed. Also, be sure to follow The AM Drive at AM Drive TV on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, and TikTok. I'll be right back. So will you. Don't go anywhere. Concluding next. The AM Drive with Mike and Aaron might be the best morning show ever. If you love the show, shop the merchandise for $26 hoodies, $16 shirts, even $13 mugs, High-quality swag for cheap, because Mike and Aaron love the fans. The best morning show,
1: the lowest price merch at amdrive.online. This is Popple, the next-generation business card. With just a tap, your Popple instantly shares your digital business card to both iPhone and Android devices. The best part? The other person doesn't need an app or a Popple to receive your info. To pop your info, tap your Popple to the top of an iPhone, the center of an Android, or just scan your in-app QR code. And just like that, all your info is saved to their phone. More connections, more leads, more sales. That's Popple. Download our free app and get your Popple today. Aren't you the vice golf guy? Yeah, you want an autograph? Uh, yeah. Actually, I was just wondering if the balls are any good. The balls are amazing. You look like a pro plus guy. I thought you'd never ask. It's actually better than my old ball. And it's half the price. Top performing golf ball, half the price. It's almost stealing. With Searching the Globe and get your high performing golf balls at ViceGolf.com.
2: Fanatics.com, the world's largest collection of officially licensed fan gear from all the leagues, teams, and players you love. Shop now and get today's special offer Fanatics.com, officially licensed everything. If you host a podcast or run a small business, it can be hard spreading the word. Myself, Sammy, and Aaron will be the first to admit. Because friends want to check it out, but the chances are they might not. So it's time to grow your brand with Popple, P-O-P-L. Popple is an easy-to-use, but high-tech digital business card. You can get your Popple using the code AMDRIVE, in all caps, for 20% off your order set up your links, and share. Don't worry, people you share with will not even need a pop So when you get your pop-up and keychain, pop socket credit credit card form and enter that code AMDRIVE in all caps for 20% off on P-O-P-L, not C-O. On this edition of Mike In it first, I am Michael Carlos here for the AM Drive. Did the Browns get screwed? The reason why this topic comes up is because a 24th woman has joined the lawsuit accusing Deshaun Watson, the Browns' quarterback, of sexual misconduct during massage therapy sessions. So did the Browns get screwed? Folks, I'll be honest. I regretfully read the latest accusation from this 24th woman. And I thought it'd be best if I just read my tweets from what my reaction was to this. Because I feel like it's really weird what I read. I said this doesn't even read real. The way it's written is almost fake. I don't care what happens to Deshaun Watson, but this just seems so abnormal. It appears she doesn't tell the whole story. It doesn't add up. Again, I don't care if he's guilty or not, but this seems a bit far-fetched. The fact that it's all the same lawyer and no criminal cases gives me even more red flags. Here's the thing that people need to get through their heads. And it's not really me like being it into you. It's me like helping you realize the perspective here. Number one, this is the same lawyer for all 24 women. Two is that two more women have joined since Deshaun Watson got his gigantic guaranteed contract. Number three is the fact that if you read the story, and I don't recommend you do, but if you do find yourself reading it like I did, it seems very one-sided. It seems very unrealistic. It explains itself, trust me. And number four, do we really think the Browns were that stupid? I mean, people are brushing this off as, oh, Cleveland being Cleveland. I promise you, billionaires did their research before they gave this ban as much money as they did. I guarantee you, the NFL knows exactly what it's doing. And I guarantee you, this will die down. It is an awful story. It is an unwelcoming story for victims of sexual abuse. I do not b- believe this is that. It's unfair to women who actually do have this happen to them. But I've, I've always been on the on the camp, I sit on a midnight drive in time. Sex parlors are different for massage therapy sessions. And there are some in this area of Savannah, Georgia. They've been driving by some Asian spa. It's really not an Asian spa. It's something that um that, that Robert Kraft the Patriots went to. It's not a good place. You will go to 24 massage therapy people. I don't care what a Sean Watson does in his personal life. The fact is, well, The the fact seems to be is that Deshaun Watson, after the fool, these women are now all of a sudden wanting to get money. Was he a bit too weird sometimes? I don't doubt it. I'm not saying he's perfect. I'm not saying the athletes are, aren't, are not immune to this. You know my thoughts on this if you watch the show. I'm saying this case gets weirder and weirder. And the fact that these two women kind of pile on is a lot more sketchy than it was before. I do think fans need to realize the guy did not get paid for nothing. Even if he's suspended the entire season, make no mistake, he will be a Cleveland Brown next year. This will be done. I personally cannot wait when it is done. But that's pretty much all I'm going to talk about on that. I want to also give a major shout-out to the Buffalo Bandits, who won Game 1 of the National League Lacrosse League Finals. The Bandits played the Colorado Mammoth, who are a very good team. It was Dylan Ward against Matt Vince. It was Eli McLaughlin against Dane Smith and Air Josh Byrne. I love watching the NLL and Game 1 was electric. It came down to the final minutes. Great shot by Weiss to give the Bandits the win. I'll talk more about lacrosse on Thursday. In between time, tomorrow is hump day. We'll have more of Sammy. Aaron could not join us today. I don't think he'll be joining us tomorrow. But if he is, just be stay tuned. Don't be surprised. If he does, it'll be great. I know he's working these next two months. It's going to be hard without him. But hey, gotta get the gotta get the bag right. And unfortunately, this show simply does not do that. So for semi Action who fills in for Aaron Crouch, I am Michael Carvels saying, please drive safe. Have a good one. Goodbye. See you tomorrow.